Welcome everyone to Plastic Cards Podcast, a show where we break down the video game news of the week. My name is Fonzie and I'm joined by my co-host, indie game dev extraordinaire, lovable man, Gavin Jones. Gavin, how are you doing? Well, that was sweet that time. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> you didn't have any shit to talk or I can think of a cool thing to throw under the bus, but how you been? I've been good. Mm-hmm. It's been a good couple of weeks. We had a, you know, despite not going to skydive this weekend, uh, yeah, had a really good weekend. I guess we could just lie and tell people we did and it was awesome, but... Yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we're lying, yeah, we we saw there was a Pegasus as I was falling down. Yeah. Somehow my dick grew bigger. <laughs> yeah, uh, mine too. We fought off these gangs in the air too. It's like a point break situation. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a new one. But yeah, I, I still had an absolute blast. That was it was, was a cool trip. Weekend. Yep, it was cool to go down downtown Portland, and a lot of stuff was not closed, but like doing the outdoor seating or like takeout, which is understandable. I think they're in a less a lower stage than we are here in our town so they're like 1.5 or one and we're two now so yeah but like but our town doesn't give a fuck so also that and right. they have and it's a city so it's like they really have to watch how shit yeah. goes down but yeah it was still a cool trip uh, i'm debating whether unless hopefully or maybe not hopefully but if we get too crunk on halloween maybe it's out of the out of the picture to go on sunday but i still would like to go before end of the year is that still because i plan on since i was dead last halloween although we'll Mm. see right now allergies are hitting me Uh oh and also when i come to your house allergies hit me harder somehow Hmm. so i may just die again yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah last year i i I was dying during Uh, the halloween party so i showed up for all of an hour that was your costume just a dying sick guy yeah it was a zombie (laughs) it was great i actually get to wear my costume uh that i bought last year even though my costume isn't that it's a ghostbuster right it's a ghostbuster yeah and the jumpsuit is very eh. Mm. maybe i could find one at work that's better but i wouldn't have time to get the patches like a hazmat suit or something Actually, that might be worth it because I bought cool. I bought a nice proton pack. You'd be the safest person if you just wore your own like oxygen tank, hazmat suit, <laughs> and you just walk around town like that. You but, do. Are you trying to make it? <laughs> yeah. Our dog uh, has serious postpartum issues. But, post, uh, so she just had a baby? I think we're the baby or what's the, what would be the opposite Ab- equivalent? Abandonment issue. Or not abandonment or separation anxiety. That's gotcha. the proper term. That's what I diagnosed as well. But other than our failed trip, what you been up that's to playing games? You see the uh oh the background's changing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what's going on. I just thought it just happened to time out perfectly. Yeah. So I, I thought it was a wizard, Harry. <laughs> and audio listeners will have no idea what we're talking about. But you know, we get a few people actually listening to the show. Nobody gives a fuck about YouTube, but people actually listen to the show. Like uh download the uh the audio version. Whether they're just clicking going, nope. After five seconds, I don't know. It doesn't tell me that, but people are at least listening to it. What do you mean audio version? So Gavin doesn't listen to podcasts. (laughs) Well, the MP3 that goes up, Mm -hmm. that actually gets people uh, willing to take a chance. On YouTube, they turn off because I'm not reviewing something or we're not, like, you know, a prank in our parents or whatever, so nobody gives a shit. But on on audio, people are listening. But So hello, listeners. We Uh, appreciate you. Yes, and also send us an email or uh, a tweet and let us know because I would like to get people asking us questions or like getting feedback from what we're talking about so it's not just us yeah. talking out of our ass. We can hear other people talking out of their ass and kind of sniff each other's asses and go that route. You know, the tricky bit with that is I remember doing that when I was Twitch streaming and like it's it's it, it sounds weird, but you won't get people to give you feedback. Mm. Uh, often I found because it's like the people that are want to sit back and be quiet and just listen. Sure. That's not engaged. what they're there for. They're not here to. So 
I, I doubt anything. I get that. But if you do feel comfortable, absolutely feel free. Especially talk whatever shit about Gavin, roast his wardrobe, whatever you want to do. It's very roastable. <laughs> but any games? I actually got to play a good amount this week, but what'd you play? Did you? All right. I jumped uh, around. I don't I don't think I played very much. Actually anything. I don't think I played literally anything all week. Yeah. Uh I am tonight. I'm gonna well, I downloaded it last night, but I didn't play it. Um Goner 2. That's a is, real game? Yeah. Goner <laughs> G-O-N-N-E-R 2. Okay. Um is uh I don't know what the different I need to play it, so I, yeah. I didn't play that much of Goner 1, but I really couldn't tell you what the difference between this it maybe you can fire at an angle now? I'm not sure. But Goner 1 just had this it had the same really cool uh looking look. This looks to it. really cool. Right? It's very trippy. I think there's co-op now. There may have been co-op on the first one. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but it's just got this really cool weird art style. Uh, it is a very difficult rogue light, in my opinion. I thought it was very difficult. The camera is more pulled back this time, which I think is probably going to allow them to make the enemy patterns and a lot of stuff more difficult. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, just this game... This reminds me a lot, or at least with the, with the type of gameplay anyways, but uh, Guacamole and Guacamole Two. Sure. Did you ever play those? Yeah, those very, very different. But I do kind of get that weird style that you're saying. Like, even though it's very different, you're not shooting. It's like melee combat and stuff. But I just yeah. got slight vibes. But it's got that juice. There you go. And that that's a game we should play. There's a lot of games we should play together. But that's one I think we could get down on because I have both of them. Yeah, and I beat I th- the first one on like Vita and PS3, and I love that first game. But this looks really cool too. Yeah, so I want to check this one out. Mm. Um, I think I don't think you could aim in directions last time, so that must be a new thing. Oh, uh, okay. So they pull back the camera. So just like the tunnels, there's like a llama that eats you and sends you to a next level. Like yeah. the tunnels of Mario kind of thing. And I want to say in the original, like if you didn't land a bullet, okay, so you can see your ammo's draining in this one. You had oh. far less bullets in the first one, I think um and then you had to handle like if if you killed an enemy then it dropped a bullet which there's a bullet dropped i don't know it had a very weird and unique ammo mechanic or bullets as my nephew calls them that's uh (laughs) he tends to say everything wrong and one of them is bullets and he's you'll correct him be like it's bullets yeah that's what i said and then he'll just like keep going to something else where did you yeah. find this? Guy? I don't know. I... <laughs> take him back where we found him. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what you think of this game because it looks really dope. This is on PC, I imagine. This would be perfect on Switch too. Yeah, right? yeah. I just it popped up on Game Pass. I didn't even know it was coming. Oh, Game out. Pass. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. So I'm gonna get my money's worth of Game Pass for sure. Yeah, nice. What What about you? Which are we talking at all about? Like some of the I know we kind of covered. No, we did cover that last week with the, did we? With the Microsoft, maybe we didn't, with the streaming service coming to like browsers so they can kind of sneak it on. Yeah, there's a, there's a little bit more of a like, not news, but like maybe okay. what they were, the direction they could take it, but that is in the docket too. Okay. But um, yeah. I did play some stuff. I got to play Doom. Oh, and right. DLC, I, so I, the, I liked your little uh, thing you put little on video. Twitter. That was pretty, that was pretty <laughs> yeah. fun. I wanted to quantify just how like how awesome this DLC is in uh, Ancient Gods. But uh, yeah, like as soon as you start, it throws you into just a smorgasbord of enemies, like right from the get go. A lot, all the the weapons carry over, so you just get to start shooting and having a blast, and it's really fun. There's a huge focus on platforming, which might not be in this footage that we're watching, but okay. yeah, there's a lot of platforming. 
and it's just nuts. And there's new enemies and playing on PC. So it just looks fucking beautiful and and really digging it. And I just love this game so much. And so the more content, the better. This is a, there's a series of DLCs. This is episode one. So there's going to be other episodes a part of this too. But how did it like story-wise, you feel like it connected very well to. Yeah, it's just more of the game. So you kind of wreck shit when it comes to like this heaven area in the first one or the the in doom eternal so you're dealing with those repercussions and you're fighting a lot of those enemy types in this one too but uh the gameplay super smooth it's because it's been a couple months i had to get used to or try and remember all the mechanics like say that shot the super shotgun has that uh has that slingshot or that one mechanic where it pulls you and just like maneuvering your player around and dealing with like how do you get more ammo how do you get more health that's all part of the gameplay I just had to snap back into it but once i did um having a blast i the the area you're in right here kind of gives me vibes of uh destiny 2 i want to say it was like the starting area oh sure you, yeah. yeah you played that game right yeah i did play a lot of destiny 2 though when it first came out and i dug it i haven't played any of the expansions mm-hmm. i don't know if i have a desire to but, it takes uh, so many hours to grind up and get gear to be able to play it and i'm so behind on all that grinding and stuff but that's one game i would like to get back into maybe with the next gen consoles because they're all going to play at 4k and and 60 frames and stuff and i think the original did too but yeah so that's that's one on my list but yeah i'm loving it i tend to do this a lot lately where i'll play a couple hours or something and i'll jump to something else Mm -hmm. and i may never touch it again I, i don't think that's the case with doom but a lot of games lately i'll play for a bit and then i'll play something else and it's rare that i finish something yeah. uh, these past couple months but this is one i'm gonna definitely gonna finish nice dude but yeah. yeah i played that let's see I, I wrote it down what i actually played uh yeah i jumped around too so phoenix rising there is a stadia demo really yeah I so immortals phoenix rising it's dope and so it's basically zelda meets assassin's creed it's that same kind of like fluidity how you're moving around with assassin's creed it's open world but it has the same vibes of a zelda I didn't know it was made by like some of the same devs. It might like, be a lot of the same devs. Yeah, I it's guess. Ubisoft game, but it might be a lot of those people that carried over that or that transferred. Yeah, uh, it's got that same kind of blood in it. But this is on Stadia, so I first played on my laptop and it ran like shit. It was like maybe 15 frames a second or something. I and I so I gave up a couple of days ago. I played it on my computer. It shouldn't be the it shouldn't be any difference, but maybe my internet was a little better. So we're watching PC footage, so it's super fluid. But the Stadia gameplay doesn't look that far different from this. There wasn't a lot of input lag. It still ran really great. It looks beautiful. The mechanics are pretty solid. It's one thing that's weird is the dodge is the X button. So I'm constantly trying to attack, but then I dodge on accident. So it's just getting used to the different, you know, way they uh, map the controls. But uh, it's really cool. This is definitely my radar when it comes out, like on a legit, you know, console release. But uh, I think I would avoid Stadia at the moment. But um, yeah, it's really fun and really unique. I cannot wait to play more of this game, but... If you're a fan of Assassin's Creed, yeah, you'll love this game because it's dope. And then it has a lot of the same Breath of the Wild kind of vibes. There's the similar puzzle mechanics and physics going on. And you can really go anywhere. You can fly anywhere. You know, it's kind of crazy how this game kind of, it it both looks generic, but also it looks fucking gorgeous. Yeah, I think they, because of that cel-shaded kind of Fortnite, you know, aesthetic, Mm -hmm. it's able to, it does kind of blend in where it doesn't pop maybe as much as it could. But there's this, at the same time, it does look unique. It does have this, I think the graphics can ha- have some legs because it's not super detailed. It looks more cartoony. Yeah. But uh, no, it's really cool. And I'm excited to see. This is just the demo. So it was like first 20 minutes. But um, it's pretty cool. 
I'm, I'm super cool. down. I, I really love the concept, though. Again, they're like your people are playing this on Stadia. That's such a perfect way to demo. Yeah. Because nobody can data mine it. Interesting. What do you mean by that? Well, you can't just go into the game's files. Oh, okay. And, you know, find stuff that you're not supposed to find. Very true. Um, can't be, you know. Not that I'm smart enough to do that, but other people could do that, I guess. Right. I mean, even even I did that with, like, the demo for Crisis when it first came out. Just looked just in. Just to see what's the, in there? Crazily enough, I want to say, like, the level editor was in the... The demo? The demo for... That's interesting. How do yeah. they, uh, that must be when they're just dev wise, like when they're, is it like a vertical splice or something that's a common term where they will section off to create the demo, but is it just easier to leave files in there rather than like take them out? I think we've gotten better now at making stuff more modular. Certainly you look at like uh, that it's getting more common to make it. So like your multiplayer component can be downloaded separately from oh, sure. your single player component. Um, you know, and you still need the same menu to run both, so you have that third component. Gotcha. Um, and if you just take stuff out, it's not gonna it's gonna mess stuff up behind the scenes, I'm sure. Yeah. So you can do that now. These enemies look interesting to fight. They're really cool. Yeah. And then the last thing I got to try for another good three hours was uh, Fallout 76 Wastelander. So I made sure beforehand, but it's this separate DLC. So if you have Fallout 76, this is something you can buy and it works with it. But otherwise, you can buy this and it's standalone where you don't need to have the base model of the game it just has a single player component but it's the entire game and you can play it alone or with friends but you don't have to rely on a party and there's actual npcs they talk to you they walk around you get quests from them like a similar to a normal fallout game and it's dope i think i prefer this versus the first time i played fallout 76 and there's just no life to it you know you have to depend on on people but uh yeah it's it's makes me uh feels like a regular fall game it's it's pretty cool i really should play through that It'd be weird. I'd recommend getting this version and playing it. It would be weird playing a follow game where you actually have to grind. That's and it's heavy in this one too because you really have to grind. You don't get much to start with, and you have to. They still shoehorn in, shoehorn in that whole like build the build shoehorn shoehorn. <laughs> they still shoehorn in that uh, building component where you have to like make a base and build stuff, and which I don't prefer, but it's in there. Um, I still just like the ability to just let me run around and figure stuff out. And you do for sure in this game. I think in a game where it is kind of survival based, it's appropriate. To yeah, have a they base. focus on that. And the fact that you can just pack it up and put it wherever. Oh, that's a cool way of starting a mission. Yeah, there's these uh, petrified courses so, or corpses. So the game takes place like right after the bomb drops, maybe like 10 years or whatever after the bomb drops. So everything's still heavily radiated. And there's these people you'll see that are captured in time because they were outside when the blast hit. So their bodies are there, but like stuff is still growing out of them. And as you walk to them, they just decompose in front of you and they're, they're still radioactive. So you can't touch them, but there's a lot of cool stuff like that. Uh, we're watching footage of this cat. That's just like waiting for its owner, which is super sad, but uh, somehow the cat's fine. But um, the, the world is super beautiful. That's one thing that my, my big takeaway was that because in the story, everything's still growing and still, there's still life out there. Although radiated, it's crazy beautiful. It's this fall landscape. So everything's, all the colors pop. It just looks crazy beautiful. And uh, yeah, I just wish it was this was full single player, but this is the best we can get until they actually rework it and do the next Fallout, which will you have to imagine will be fully single player. But right. yeah, this is their attempt at like a Destiny thing, which worked for some people. It didn't work for me, but I'm, I'm liking the single player component. Now, this has... I mean, I'd still say it's very... Like as far as live service games go, this one sounds 
very, very different, which is interesting. Yeah, it is it different. Is, it's still that massive open world, right. which is, I guess, more closer to an MMO, but this is very much not an MMO. I guess one question I'd have, so you have a beefy rig, and I assume you had this maxed out on it. Um, how does this look compared to Fallout 4? It's a uh, same engine, right? But it is uh, improved. A lot of the animations too. So you, we're looking at NPC. A lot of them, when they're talking, they're moving around. They're kind of, they're just more animated. Mm-hmm. And it's still not night and day from like another, you know, single player game. It's, right. but it's better than what Fallout has been able to do. But I'm actually playing this on Xbox. So this is, uh, I bought the DLC through there. Oh. So, and it runs great on Xbox. There is a little bit of chug sometimes when you're walking around where the frame rate will dip, but um, runs really good. You can tell this is just, you know, that this is the same modified engine, but it is modified to a better degree. But we talked about before, I can't wait until they throw all that out of the, out of the, in the, out of the window, in the garbage, burn it, and work on a new engine. Uh, I don't know if they're still going to just keep... It's been the same engine since Morrowind. Yeah, and maybe we talk... Sometimes I go back and forth, like, if we talk too much shit, because this engine is still beautiful, it still works, it just has a lot of issues. So is it worth it for them to just throw this out of the window or just keep improving and actually make, like, a, leg- a legit version of this engine? I mean, people can continue to improve their engine and make it look better. Yeah. Valve is on the same, you know, the source. They call it Source 1, Source 2. It's I think all, Source 2 just, yeah, just came out. Yeah, like or Source Valves. 3 or whatever. Like, it's all based on the same thing. Like, it, 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 they're building upon this thing. But they had a solid foundation. Right. This is, they didn't build... You know, their foundation has been crumbling since it came out. So. A bit, but then you look at Skyrim. For all the issues Skyrim had, it still was crazy fun. So It was fun, but it was buggy and broken was. and probably not that easy to develop. Whereas you look at Outer Worlds. True. And that was not very buggy. It had a lot of fun. It's That's still Unreal, had... I think, that they like the one of the latest yeah. Unreals they used. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, but I am hoping that they, they really just go to the drawing board and... And you'd have to imagine for that Skyfall or whatever that that one space game is, uh-huh. I keep uh, blanking on the name. You have to imagine Starfield. for that, yeah, Starfield. Because you mentioned like they were only, they were only going to tackle this unless they had the right tech because they were so far ahead of the game of what they wanted to do with that with that game that you have to imagine that's going to be a new engine and not just a modified version of this thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's this is a cool game and I'm uh, interested to actually play more. I just haven't been sitting down and committing to a lot of games lately. Um, I did jump back into Ghost of Tsushima too because there was an update. I didn't play the multiplayer because there's like the Legends multiplayer. I hear it's really fun. It looks really cool. Um, Talked to Callum and he really dug it. It had some issues, but he, he overall thought it was cool. Um, that's one I need to play more of, and it's just that's another crazy beautiful game that uh, is just nuts how fast it loads too, and there's just like really no issues with that. But I played just a, a sniff of that game, really not much. Just a hot sniff. Just a hot sniff. <laughs> But yeah, as far as games, that's all I played. Uh, we can jump into some news, Gavin. Uh, we got Devolver Digital by Sirius Sam developer Crow Team. This is Wesley LeBlanc of IGN. Devolver Digital has purchased Sirius Sam developer Crow Team. Devolver Digital announced today that having worked together for over a, a decade, the decision has been made to bring the two companies together with Devolver joking in its announcement blog post that they had decided to get married. Crow Team and Devolver Digital have been dating for so long that we decided to go ahead and just get married, the blog post reads. Despite the acquisition, Devolver says Crow Team will maintain total creative freedom, although Devolver still plans to keep making dumb recommendations that Crow Team <laughs> just ignores. But their latest one has been Serious Sam 4, which I've, I love the Serious Sam games in the past. I haven't played this new one, but I know it launched on Stadia first and people had issues with that. I want to play this on PC for sure. But um, 
the game looks cool. We're looking at footage of it now. I just haven't actually got the chance to play it. I hear it is very hard to run. Interesting. Which was crazy because it came out at the same time as like another game that, oh, Star Wars. So people were expecting Star Wars to run harder or uh, be harder to run. And it ran just fine gotcha. on even far simpler machines. My machine could probably run Star Wars. And then this came out and it's just not optimized yeah well i think it's optimized it, it, it i think part of it it's it's optimized but it's just how much they're really demanding of your machine but it could be optimization issues i don't know they said they were pretty proud of how much chaos they were getting on screen at once and that is a very big part uh god it's just moving so fast it looks like it's in slow motion or fast motion right because of the speed and how the animations and stuff yeah that's the thing with the series that the what makes it series sam is that they throw so many different enemies at you at once like just like yeah. a sea of them so and this first part of the game looks a bit more like counter-strikey it looks kind of not like a serious sam game but uh, i haven't played it to actually tell but um it looks the at least HUD and the gun and the gloves yeah something like that i think that's giving me those vibes but i love the original games i think i played them on xbox first like the original xbox and they're just cool it's just kind of like turn your brain off shoot a bunch of enemies okay. and they're fun but uh yeah i think that's a great acquisition for Devolver. I think the Devolver has more good relationships with developers, but not like aqu- acquiring devs, right? I feel like they more like work and and um, right. This may be their first ac- acquisition. It might be. I didn't. I didn't look that up, but I feel like it, they don't have much under their belt. But they have under their umbrella rather like a ton of devs. And that being said, well, as far as devs though, that that being said, they don't necessarily publish like a devs every game. Like true, the last game from. Uh, uh, Vlambeer, right? I, which I made the mistake of, but it wasn't published by Devolver, even though Devolver done, I think, every game up until that point. Mm. Uh, if the game doesn't necessarily fit Devolver's niche, sure, then you know they don't need to publish it. That's but. a cool way to go because they can kind of pick and choose. Yeah. And if uh, yeah, if they make more of a traditional game, then they can they they can decide, oh, it's not for us. We want to keep the the weirdness going, like the Portland version of game devs. But uh, yeah, I like that they can pick and choose that kind of stuff. But that being said, they've also done some arty stuff, and I think True. that's really cool. I mean, they made Fall Guys, which is I would say Devolver like Fall Guys is probably the least Devolvery game of all. But I I, I can see both sides of that. Yeah, it's, it's maybe dope. more of an approachable, but because yeah. it's so. But I think it was in the news months ago where that team they went to a lot of different publishers and nobody wanted to touch them, mm-hmm. and Devolver's like, yeah, we'll take you guys, we'll and of course you. that was a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I do wish it got a bigger spotlight in that like neat little um, game that was made for E3. Oh right, the, but it was yeah. still it still got a decent spotlight. Gotcha, gotcha. Nice, Gavin. So we got that happened this week. We got Phil Spencer hints at Xbox Game Pass streaming sticks for your TV, no console required. This is more of a what could happen in the future. But Joe Scrubbles of IGN has the article. Head of Xbox Phil Spencer has raised the idea of releasing streaming sticks as part of the Xbox Game Pass which could be used to stream games through xCloud after being plugged into the TV. Speaking to The Verge, Spencer explained, I think you're going to see lower-priced hardware as part of our ecosystem when you think about streaming sticks and other things that some somebody might want to just plug into their TV and play via xCloud. You can imagine us even having something that we just included in the Game Pass subscription that gave you an ability to stream xCloud games to your television and, and buying a controller. It's worth pointing out that Spencer is speaking somewhat hypothetically at this point, but it, would, it wouldn't be a surprise to see Microsoft leverage its streaming resources beyond high-priced consoles and smaller screen mobile devices. 
Um, that's a great idea. I feel like that's that is a direction they're going, where they're trying to make it, especially with the Xbox Series S. They're trying to get cheap hardware where you can just stream this the experience Game Pass anyways and just play the game. Um, I would absolutely be on point or on, on board for them doing that. I mean, this is one more step in taking away like the smallest of advantages that Amazon has. Like you could probably, I'm sure Amazon will block it from streaming to mm-hmm. an Amazon Fire Stick, but they could make some equivalent to the Amazon Fire Stick. Right. Probably cost 60 bucks. The controller is what, 60, 70? Yeah. I mean, and that that's tech is great, so cheap. Yeah. God, like, look how small the Series S is. That's very small. Yeah. They put out this, and we're watching this footage of, I think this just came out today. They're just showing you boot up the Xbox Series S and the X. It's a the little promo video, but uh, showing just the first things you'll see when you boot this stuff up. But I, I love this idea. If they were actually able to send you a stick, you plug it in, and it's just for xCloud. That would be a great response to, you mentioned Amazon has something like that, where they have the, at least the stick. They have their own games that they're working on. You have Stadia, which has, uh, through use of the of the Google Chrome little dealio, mm-hmm. they have that. So why not? And Sony doesn't really have an answer to this thing. Besides, you need a box physically still to to stream their games. But All right. yeah, that's a great idea. I could definitely see them do this in the future. Maybe. Although this, as they go this route, the obvious thing that they keep avoiding is getting this getting xCloud on Switch. There's been rumors for a long time, but it seems like they don't have the real interest to get it there. I mean, the Switch has a browser. It does. I wonder if it would work through there. It's a theory. That was another cool article I saw. I don't know if we're we're, we're covering this, but um, they uh, mentioned that for some games, and I should really go check them out. But that's been a problem with it, with it, with the phone version. Is I don't have one of your fancy dangle Xbox One controllers. Oh, okay. So I can't really play any of these games. And they've introduced what was it like ten games with dedicated touchscreen controls oh okay uh one of them being killer instinct for for why so this is through your phone then if you yeah but why phone. would you play ki on your phone yeah via cloud that's <laughs> going to be the worst way to play ki but you can do it right the option's there and slay the spire would work phenomenal mm. absolutely phenomenally um but that's that's one more option and if you allow these developers and i thought well i don't want to speak for something i'm not sure on but If they do do, encourage these developers to allow this as just an option, I don't think it'd be that hard to do. Mm. That's just one more way for people to play your games, especially if it's on Game Pass. What a big deal. You don't even need a controller. You can just play around the phone. Yeah. You can play it it on your stick. Mm -hmm. You can play it on your phone. Play it on your PC. Although a lot of Bluetooth controllers that everything recognizes, whether it's phones... Or what have you, even like the Switch, like a lot of them are super cheap now where it's just a, a standard Bluetooth connection and it just reads it and it works fine. So that stuff's already cheap enough. But yeah, if you could just let people play through their phone, which a lot of these games, why would you? Because it, you mentioned it'd be the worst fucking experience. But if you want to, if you're on a train or something, there you go. Well, not what I mean, maybe once 5G, 5G, 5G becomes more popular. I don't know how the latency is. That would be my concern. That's why they're saying Wi-Fi so far. But true. Yeah, I know 5G has a hella fast download speed. It probably doesn't have the best upload speed. Yeah, I don't know. I know that's the next frontier. But um, yeah, uh, we'll we'll see with 5G. But I have no idea. But hell, people can still play Fortnite on their phones while driving around. (laughs) That's what I do. Uh, we got some news about Among Us. They had an interesting weekend. Among Us suffers attack by apparent pro-Trump hacker three days after AOC's hit Twitch rally. So this is uh, Abram AOC's Brown. AOC's hit Twitch rally. 
Exactly. Yeah. So the AOC, um, I forget her <clears throat> name, but that's the um, the shortening of it. Oh. Uh, she had this huge stream uh, playing Among Us, which had like a crazy amount of downloads. But after really? that, yeah. So wow. That was okay. like Tuesday, Wednesday. After that, there was this huge attack on uh, the servers. I, I kind of want to watch this. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It got a huge amount of uh, streams too. So uh, the as far as the actual attack that happened over the weekend. As of last Thursday night, the hugely popular video game Among Us is under attack from an apparent pro-Trump hacker going by the identity of Eris Loris, seemingly drawing the nom de Gruer from a Greek goddess of discord and strife. Inner Sloth, the company behind Among Us, confirmed that, confirmed that the hack in a tweet on Thursday and sent another message over Twitter that indicated uh, was currently was continuing early Friday evening. I butchered that. The hacker bombarded Among Us players with pro-Trump propaganda messages through the game's chat function. The hack's extent goals aren't clear right now. The Trump spam is clearly meant to tweak and prod at the game's young audience, a demographic that theoretically would be far more likely to support Biden, and was clearly interested in seeing AOC play the game on Tuesday. Beyond the goosing, the Eris Loris messages did contain links to a Discord channel, a website, and a YouTube channel. The hacker set up videos and texts across those platforms that seem half gibberish, half like references to video game cheat methods. Eris Loris would not comment for the story when a direct message was sent to what appears to be the hacker's official Twitter account. Um, yeah, so they were they were hacked. It was it's a bummer because this game is huge right now. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's where you would go if you're going to hack something. But uh, a lot of people just want to play the game, and they got these weird messages stopping them from or taking them out of the game through that chat function. But uh, I'm not sure if this is a response to AOC's huge stream, but it seems to coincide with that. But also, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but also, it's just the biggest game right now, so that's where people are going to go to to hack into it. But yeah, it's weird. It's a bummer. She looks like she's having so much fun. Oh, yeah. So I haven't watched the stream, but I heard nothing but good things. I think that's the future, too, with uh, getting just more notable people playing games and normalizing it. And she's a younger uh, person. So it's like, yeah, no doubt that she's going to be playing this. And it's a good way to just connect with people. Of course, she's like the first political person to really play a game like this and stream it, which is also a big deal, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's cool to see that happen. And I'm sure we're going to see other political people when they run for office or any kind of um position they're going to just be streaming and it's a way to connect with people and it should be a no-brainer but we have so many old people in office they're like what's a nintendo i don't know how am i going to stream this thing what's streaming so they're not interested at all but meanwhile she's connecting directly to people yeah interesting yeah so that would be a great way to tell how like how good a liar a politician is true playing uh, <laughs> playing this oh yeah oh man that uh this actually reminds me there was an article i saw and i want to say it was npr a while ago about talking about um nazi uh, uh modern day nazi uh recruitment tools oh okay and one of the biggest YouTube? things not youtube but <laughs> uh like uh rainbow six siege and um fortnite was another big one Really? So these kids will, yeah, the, these kids will be playing these games and these kind of older adults are like, you know, bring them into their crew and are helping them like win these games and like kind of like normalizing some of the stuff they say and they sure. do it slowly and they do it subtly, but no, it's a legit thing. Like, don't you hate all the races? I guess so, man. I just want to <laughs> do my Fortnite dance and they just like slowly infiltrate their brains and, and affect them. You know why we lost that match? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so weird and fucked up, but that's the thing. It's the internet. And so, yeah, everyone's going to use these new tools to affect kids and like normalize stuff like you were saying. But yeah, very strange. It's up to those, whatever, whether it's a game or it's on Twitch, those moderators to control that and try and stop people from spreading any kind of hate, really. But yeah, but it's, that's the future. We got it to the next battle, really. 
This is another great thing. I, I and I saw this in a, a video recently talking about Among Us. One of the greatest things is like, and I don't know if she plays games or not, but like, this is such a good game for non gamers. Mm. You can you can play it on your phone. You can pick it up in two seconds, and then just start lying to your friends. Yeah, I think she is a pretty modern gamer. Like she was playing um, or tweeting about Animal Crossing for a while. I know that, mm. and even with Animal Crossing, there's a big. Uh, they had a big thing with Biden where he had this this like I don't know anything about Animal Crossing, but like this party chat thing where people could jump in and see his world, and they couldn't interact, but they could just like they hosted something through that. Huh. And so at least the Democratic Party is using more of those tools to talk with the youth, the kids, and I don't think Trump has any interest in that at all. I don't know what the fuck they'd be using to because they they have an older demographic for sure. So I think it's just not going to work for them. It'd be interesting to see like the Republican side get into it, like play a game with like Moscow Mitch and uh, see how that. Who's Moscow Mitch? Is that a Mitch streamer? McConnell? Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Did you see he's like falling apart? Like his hands are all purple and stuff. Did you see footage of that or videos? Yeah, I don't. What the fuck is he turning into the Emperor on Star Wars? Where he's just. I don't know why he wouldn't just say he fell down. That that's what it seems like. But he's like, yeah, I'm all good. No, I'm stronger now. Like I don't know what his. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I was lifted in the corner. That's why my. Skin oh, is purple. You know what? The couch is fully in the way of uh what's her name? AOC's face. Yeah, right. But it's it's so much to like move the screen around, so you just have to imagine her awesomeness is right behind us. So. Dude, I would have played the fuck out of this game with the notorious uh RGB. Oh damn. Fuck. Yeah. RIP RGB. She would be fun. Yep. But yeah, that happened. Uh I imagine they're dealing with that attack, but what were you gonna say? I thought of a I thought of a Republican I would play the shit out of this game with. Who? The nooch. New Gingrich? No, no, no. Uh, he was he was like this the press secretary of Donald Trump for like a whole five seconds. Oh yeah, then he pieced out. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I'd play the shit out of this game with that guy. <laughs> oh my god, go for it. He might be sitting on his computer right now. <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm the nooch. <laughs> uh, Gavin, this game is just cool. I thought we could talk about it, but it came out today. It's called the Red Lantern. I heard good things. Yeah, so um, I definitely want to try this it's on PC. It's on Switch. You get to pet dogs. So you adventure across Alaska with adorable sled doggies, managing resources and trying to survive the elements. But this is the little trailer here. And it just looks really like ambient and beautiful, but there's still like survival stuff going on. You have to deal with with enemies and the elements and stuff. Is that, what's her name? Voice this voice is familiar. I'm not sure who. While we're looking at it, I can Google that. Sounds kind of like Anthony Bird. Or not. Like a well-known voice actress? Right? Uh, yeah, something birth. Not Anthony Birch. So this is her sister. It's, I can't keep my words right. Uh, is there two sisters? Is that, does she have a sister that uh, also does voice acting? No. I'm going to Google Red. Unless her sister-in-law does it, but I don't think so. It's all in the family there. Ashley Birch. Was it her? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. She has a very distinctive birth right. voice. So that's that's the, the main character of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn as well. Yeah, damn. And that's cool. This is more of an indie title. So I like that she's really picking whatever uh, projects. But yeah, you're surviving in the wilderness and you got these doggies. I know that some of them can die and you can turn that feature off. You better so. fucking not. <laughs> well, better I don't want to die lose. on me. <laughs> right. So I don't want to lose these little doggies. But um, yeah, it looks really cool. Just be out in the, in the wilderness with these pups. I wouldn't mind like a VR version of this too. Oh, yeah. That might give you too much of an advantage. What the fuck? Oh, it's a skunk. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Nice. It seems like it's a mixture of point and click and actually maneuvering around the world. Huh. 
Yeah. But Interesting. Yeah. It looks awesome. So that came out today on Switch and PC. That's on Switch? Yeah. Huh. I think it can, it can handle this for sure. Interesting. Yeah, the Red Lantern. Came out today. It looks fucking awesome. Can't wait to, uh, to try that, to play that. Uh, this is also an update on, do you remember Nick Tapalo? This is one of the first indie devs we talked to almost a month ago. Uh, his project is coming out soon. So Adam's this is uh, Ascending. Adam's Ascending. We talked to him a while ago. He was still working on this game, and it's a project of his oh. he's working on for a while. So he put out this video, and it's coming into, let's see, November 2nd on Steam. And we have a little trailer going on. And I know he partnered with a, a musician to do the music, like a legit musician to do the music in the background. This looks nothing like what he showed us. We've seen parts of parts of it, bits and parts of it, and it's been a year. So yeah, I think he's really fleshing out the campaign and the world. Wow. And you're on this planet, and there's all this kind of foliage and different biomes and stuff. Foliage. Foliage. We talked to him foliage. about. Foliage. Uh, I think at the same time, Death Stranding had came out, and I was picking his brain about that because he's a huge Kojima fan. And I get vibes of like the moodiness. I think he's trying to go for that same kind of feel. I get that same influence with this. Man, yeah. this man went to the shoe store and got all the polish. <laughs> I think a... you have to pull all the stuff for the trailer too. And yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, I can't tell like story-wise what's going on, but I think that's the point, keeping it kind of vague, much like a Kojima game and having you experience what's going on in the game. And there's all this like, just stuff representing other stuff, you know, with the with the iconography and the statues. I think there's gonna be a lot of layers in how he's telling the story. Mm. That music for sure gives me Metal Gear vibes. Yeah. Is this the intro then? This just uh, feels like an intro. Intro, possibly trailer slash, but uh, very soon, November second, it's going on Steam. I think this is part one. I think he's gonna do parts releasing on this game. Oh. But yeah, can't wait to play it. And it was dope to talk to him about it. So yeah. Fascinating. It'd be cool to get, get him on again a year later. See how the development went. Yeah. What we got? That, that reminds me of, uh, by the way, uh, so you mentioned, what's it called, came out. There's another game that came out, uh, that Sword Ninja game. Uh, oh, not Blade Runner. Ghost Runner? Yeah, Ghost Runner. It got really good reviews too. Yeah, I hear good things. So apparently I need to, uh, again, upgrade my PC. Right. I have so many games to play, Fonzie. What do I do hey, once I uh, actually get this thing? First of all, problems for sure, yeah. I played the demo, and I wasn't turned off because the game is crazy, awesome, and beautiful. It was just the whole like instant death part of it. Right. I didn't expect that, so I had to kind of um, bend my mind around it. But they'd want you to... You have multiple paths, but they want you to figure out your path, and then you execute this line of enemies. But it's really cool. The whole dodging, the sword mechanics is crazy bloody and it's pretty awesome but yeah it's there's getting they're getting like nines tens from a lot of outlets so the rest of the game must be pretty solid yeah that's awesome yeah and i think there's rtx stuff going on too it ran really well on my pc so Ooh. yeah that's coming out or came out humble so. brag look <laughs> at so. you no i mean it's it's nice to see you really don't see first person uh like i i call these super hards where like sure. you die and you instantly go again and it's hard every time so you really don't i don't know of a first person super hard aside from maybe cluster truck but i don't know if i want to count that mm. yeah interesting so we got some ps5 news gavin we just got uh, really a lot of uh, controller footage so a bunch of influence influencers have the ps5 and what they got to take apart first was the controller so we have a lot of footage of the controller and just getting a sense of how it feels 
Uh, this is Austin Evans, huge YouTuber, got to go through it. So I'm going to scrub through. I know he has a size comparison. So that with the PS4, with the PS5 controller side by side. And what's interesting is this is now, it's just a Bluetooth controller. So it will work with your phone. So you can play and they do it in the video, xCloud with this thing. Uh, I think he has Logic on FaceTime. That's pretty cool. I didn't realize oh, that. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, is this Logic? But Or him. It has a splitting image of him. They, Yeah, those, are they brothers? What is... <laughs> I think Logic's still streaming, right? I haven't heard much about his streams, but he had made a deal with so. Twitch. But yeah, so they're picking apart. I, at one point, so he starts to, so he's playing xCloud with the DualSense. So oh, it, it registers yeah. as a normal uh, Bluetooth controller, but at one point they start taking it apart with no previous knowledge. They just start messing with it and they, they disassemble Jeez. it. Hopefully they know what they're doing. I don't think they do because there's no like YouTube video they can watch because it's just they're the only ones that have it really or a few group, a small group. But uh it looks like so in the video they mentioned it doesn't tear down the easiest you can get to the battery but beyond that uh, you can't really unless you know what you're doing uh mess with it but like yeah there's a lot of delicate plastic going on but i do like to paint stuff so i'm hoping that it's easy enough so i can take the shell off and paint it but um, i don't know about this one yeah what's interesting too is like he mentions the behind the triggers so the vibration thing that's the whole adaptive triggers uh -huh. there's like this little plastic dealio beefy plastic behind it and so that's what's doing, I think, a lot of the haptic stuff, holding the trigger back, whether it's like a bow or when you're switching gears. So that part is is what's been advanced in this dual sense. But yeah, and they got two mics, so you can do the, you can just voice chat through the mic. And because of the two mics, it can cancel out audio, so you don't have to worry about it picking up else stuff, uh, other stuff in the room. I'll believe it when I hear it. <sighs> that's true. Yeah, we don't know how this works. They're just showing it off, but. Yeah, we'll see when they actually test the thing. But we got, what, two weeks now? Man, two and a half weeks? I don't love the concept of every single nine-year-old having a mic. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to stay away from Call of Duty, basically. That's where all, they're all going to be in Fortnite. But yeah. PUBG. Right. <laughs> Just talking Called shit. the N-word more times than I know what to do with. <laughs> yeah. Well, told, that's 2020, man. I don't know what to what to do about it. But. Told the elaborate ways these youngins have bangethed my mom. <laughs> But yeah, we got some. And then also in honor of PlayStation, uh, I'm wearing my PlayStation 2 hoodie because the PlayStation 2 uh, released 20 years ago on October 26th at American uh, stores. Do you have any PS2 memories? Did you, were you, did you have friends or did you try and get the PS2? Did you have any like recollection of when that launched when it came out? No, not when it came out. I remember my mom was dating this rich guy at the time and his son he had worked a for PS2. Sony? Um, so I, I definitely was like spending like when she we'd go stay at his place, I'd spend all my time playing Grand Theft Auto three on nice. the PS2. Yep. Um and you're like, you can be my dad, I get to play Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> I'm all set. I think I probably played that for like probably I probably packed in like twenty four hours in one weekend and I didn't know yeah. there were missions. I didn't know there was just, a story. Yeah. I just loaded up his son's save and was just running around, murdering people, trying to see how high I could get my stars up. And then <laughs> I'd die and then I'd start it all again. And like one time I walked into this bathroom and a story mission started up. I'm like, what is this? That's not what I'm playing for. <laughs> yeah, that's it's pretty interesting because especially with Grand Theft Auto, it's the first time where you can really just run around and do whatever you want. So yeah. that's especially when you put those missions to the side. And just explore that sandbox uh, part of it, yeah. but that was one banger of of a of a game to come out on that piece two era was Grand Theft Auto that really changed everything or the third anyways. But I have been reading stuff about the uh, the launch window the launch series of games for the PS2. I guess I had a really bad launch window or series of games 
So there's But just... they have Yazak week? Y2K week? Wait, well, this is an old article or like oh, okay. a flashback kind of thing. But scrolling down, so this is from games.av club. So they had Armored Core 2 launching Sweet. there, Dynasty Warriors 2, ESPN Winter X games. There's just a lot of I guess it kind of goes down as one of the worst launch series of games for the PS2. But uh, they had some of the biggest games that came out later, like uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 came out a year later. But as far as the games that came out, it's it wasn't too good. Eternal Ring from Software, uh, Evergrace from Software, I never heard of that. Fantavision, that banger. That was supposed to be cool, right? Was it? I don't know. Gun Griffin Blaze, never heard of it. But that came uh, out. We're going to need to look at that trailer real <laughs> yeah, quick. Let's watch it. Just a quick old scrubberooski <laughs> through. It looks like a Mechasol kind of thing going on. There was a, this was like the mech system right here. <laughs> But it's funny how uh, we'll constantly now with the uh, with launches we'll talk shit about launches, but really it used to be real bad in the back in the day. Kessen, Koi, I never heard of that. Uh, Midnight Club, Street Racing. Oh fuck! Yeah, I know Midnight Club too. I did play and it was pretty dope. But this is the first one there. Also, Smugglers. Oh, okay, so MotoGP. Can you scroll out? up? Like, yeah. I don't know how they. It looks like uh, that may have just been yellow light in the background, but from here. <laughs> Like it looks like there's a reflection of the cab off of the other car, but that's totally not what it oh, is. Oh, I think that RTX back then. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Originally in the uh, Orphans, cue ball billiards. So that's pretty dope. Ooh. That uh, guy, like the that little window art of that guy, looks like this is definitely like a like a hentai sex game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they might remaster this as a hentai sex game. Uh, they got Ridge Racer. What five? Ridge Racer. Yeah. And Smugglers Run, that was a big Rockstar game. Um, as far as like, this is them really showing off this open world kind of engine and then eventually coming out with GTA. But um, yeah, you could drive around and I know this gets a lot of praise like after the fact of just what they could do with this game. Oh, I just have a really positive uh, PlayStation memory. I played, I had this, this uh, kid would come visit his grandparents every summer and like we just rent consoles from Blockbuster which was the thing you could do you could yeah and, did you have to uh, do the deposit I know there yeah. was a place in town yeah it was like the price of the console yep yeah so it's like I'll just buy this thing um so yeah we, we'd rent that and I remember we played a shit ton of Star Wars like episode one mm. uh like it was some like it was the story of episode one and it was a terrible game sure but it looked amazing and there's this one game you should look up called Bouncer uh, look up bouncer ps2 uh this was like one of the most anime beat-em-ups uh, and i definitely remember the boob physics like as a kid oh i'm like what are these weird feelings why does <laughs> why do my pants tingle can you leave the room because i want to play this game uh oh yeah you change you pick your characters god it looks like something out of kingdom hearts yeah 100 uh, okay so it's a beat-em-up yeah, it was, like it was Rage 3D. dope looking beat em up, which bear in mind, this was, I want to say, very early. This looks like a tech insta like quality of sure. beat em up. So there's more players on screen. There were crazy amounts of combos and stuff you could do. And there was like, I think the really cool one was like, you could do a combo with your buddy. And I think you'd work in the third buddy. So you could pull off this crazy three person power move that was super, uh, super badass. Nice. Um, did you have any desire to get a PS2 or was it more of like you guys would rent it? I didn't have enough money. Gotcha, gotcha. I don't think I had that like current gen of consoles till way late. I like see. everyone had like Xboxes and Halos and I finally got like the GameCube. <laughs> 
Yeah, did you get to experience like having a lot of these consoles when you were a kid or you really just got to try them at other people's houses? Yeah, just tried them. Until, I mean, it wasn't until high school when I could actually afford shit. Gotcha. Um, was your mom really not down with like, you know, trying to convince her? Like that's always a, the plight as a kid is trying to convince your parents to put the money down for these things. Was she just like not having it? Uh, we just didn't have enough money. Gotcha. So... I, I mean, we were all right. We weren't poor, but like she was a single mom. But the, yeah, this is not a priority for right. <laughs> your dumbass kid. But yeah, I know um, at one point I got a Nintendo 64 and I think it was like through some weird deal. My mom knew someone and something fell off a truck or my uncle knew someone. <laughs> so we got it. But my uncle's it, uncle at Nintendo. Yeah, we got that 64 like two years oh, after shit. it came out. So looking back, I was we were seriously lucky. And I wish I had that same uh, contact so I could get some of these newer consoles off the back of a truck. But. Yeah, so the PS2, I it, I definitely missed it. Um, I saved enough money and bought an Xbox when it came out. But I first bought a PS2 instead. I went to Toys R Us where you had to go grab the little ticket off the wall and then go somewhere and they give you the... Yeah, remember that? Oh went to Toys R Us, RIP, and bought the PS2, got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 or 3. I, I think it was 3. Got it, uh, went to my grams, and I was uh, talking with my uncle and stuff. And my other uncle, who uh, would come in every once in a while, he was talking a lot of shit about it. He's like, oh, you want a PS2? You want an Xbox? Xboxes are like PCs. You can play uh, TurboTax. You can do all this stuff you on it. You can play TurboTax. <laughs> He's really hyping it up to be this like this PC thing that, that that can do what consoles can't. So he really like got into my head. It's like, I think I need to take this back. I think I made a mistake. So it was that same day. We went back. I bought an Xbox instead. Of course, it did none of the things he said it could do. <laughs> he was just talking out of his ass. But I got to, by making that decision, I ended up playing Halo, playing a lot of other cool Xbox games. I played Half-Life 2 when it was ported to Xbox. So I'm glad I made that decision, but I almost went full force into the PS2 and uh, it's it just a done deal. But I know it was a big deal when the PS2 came out. It had a, a DVD drive and that was just like a super new technology and it was cheap enough to where it was actually a deal to get the PS2 because it was a cheaper uh, um, yeah. DVD player. Which is weird because they're not quite going that route with the new PS5. Like it's got this super high, def like I don't know about super high, but it's, it's got 4K. a high definition. Yeah, 4K Blu-ray drive, but... Um, it's just a different world because everybody's streaming now. So it's like, yeah, I think 90% of people or, you know, 70% of people are like, I'd rather just stream my stuff than have an actual disc drive. Um, I'm kind of going that way where like I used to collect Blu-rays, but now I just stream everything. It's just so easy. And I'll even like buy digital content through like um, through Amazon or through Google. And so I've just kind of gone full force that direction. But I used to collect stuff and now I'm just not interested. Yeah. But I think a lot of people are like that. Well, I mean, still, like, at least, like, again, it would be nice to be the cheaper option. When I looked at, do I want the disk drive version of the PlayStation or do I want the regular? Like, right. it, it's it's a hundred bucks more for a disk drive. Whereas if I go buy a Blu-ray player, it's eighty to a hundred bucks. Mm. So yeah, it's I think it's kind of what you're into or what appeals to you. Some people, even if they're not going to use the four K Blu-ray drive ability, yeah. they want to have their physical games, which I get. I, I don't follow that same mind mind suit or mindset, yeah. but. Um, but uh, yeah, because especially with the PS4, I've just been downloading everything. And there's so many good deals on PSN. It's like it's the best time right now to be a gamer where there's, I think, the cheaper route to do that. I also don't have to go wait in line at a GameStop with all these kids around waiting in line to like hopefully get five bucks back of my on my game. It's like I'll just download stuff. I feel like this game has been looping. Like, have you been rewinding this footage? Or no, I think it's seriously just, been. I think the levels are the same. You're just <laughs> the same kind of a combat and this this at least this level itself is very generic God. okay you're in this cool like uh we're in the train now alley. did we miss the titties i think you skip I forward i think past. you imagine the titties it's just some no uh, i remember they had uh they had jiggly physics 
Okay. Uh, but we didn't have enough processing power at that point for <laughs> like one boob at a time. I, I didn't realize physics? Dead or Alive was the first game to have independent boob physics. Uh. And then I remember hearing that. I'm like, what? This game totally had it. And I went back and watched. I'm like, no, her boobs. Like, I think they simulate one boob and just had the other do the Copy exact it. same thing. Um, this is straight up Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Right. Just like more adult. He's got this huge chain with a hoodie, but no shirt. <laughs> I mean, it's the same the kind of color scheme as Sora as yeah. well, and the same hair. That's uh, super interesting. Riku! Yeah, I mean, God bless Japan for working on uh, boob physics yeah, before this anything guy else. guy fucking devil horns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad you got to play this. Um, these, like, weirder games, this is not that weird, but it reminds me of trying to rent at Blockbuster on my Xbox, trying to rent BMX XXX. Do you remember that game? <laughs> Which isn't even, like, the whole thing was censored. Right, so there wasn't. You know what? The the only place it got a little dicey was they they'd have FMV footage of like strip clubs, but they were always oh. they were they were they were dressed, but it was like this weird strip club stuff that would play for some reason in between games. Nice, but uh, nice. I remember trying to rent that, but also trying, trying to, to like pause it. Can't well, pause it. I was never able to rent it because um, trying to explain to my mom because of course at the at Blockbuster, like the person working would be like, "Hey, just so you know, your kid's gonna be jerking into this game." Right. And so you can't like. And we were. Is this how we get banned from Twitch right here? Yeah, these, these they're clothed, but yeah, I'll. I'll <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie Daisy, but this is one of the cutscenes that they would play, and so the, you're right. The stuff is censored, the actual like gameplay, but it was one of those just like trying to be raunchy for the sake of being raunchy games. I hear the gameplay was terrible. Yeah, because it's just a crappy like uh, reskin of uh, BMX games or Tony Hawk games. Yeah. Um, they're covering the nipples there, but. They're covering the nips. Yeah, it was just like trying to be outrageous. And beyond that, I don't think there's anything of substance with this game. I think there was a PC version where they could be new because sure. like PC was like treated so differently. You had to go into like that weird computer music store at the mall if you <laughs> wanted to get, yeah. you know, the nudie games with your with your oh God. What was that one guy called? What, your stepdad or Major Chaperone? Sue Larry. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Those also pushed it. But they were cartoony, but yeah, they still did the the boobies and all that like raunchy stuff. Yeah. yeah, no, there's a I think I was thinking like, are those games have they gone away? But really that Steam has all kinds of stuff like that. It's yeah. just not popular. Got the hentai. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, it's popular. It's it's got true. a big audience. I I mean, clearly these things keep coming out. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> So uh, God bless PS2 came out 20 years ago. If you didn't want to feel old, now you do. Because uh, that doesn't feel like 20 years past, but it did apparently. <coughs> but yeah, Gavin, that's uh, all I got for you this week. Got any gaming plans coming up? Anything on your radar? Uh, we're going to build this PC. Yeah, when you uh, got to buy something. You got to buy the case. You got to buy yeah, the Yeah, I, I told my coworker who, who was looking at the specs today, I'm like, I'm going to need every day I come in, I'm going to need you to say, what'd you buy for your PC? Yeah. So we didn't go skydiving. So that's 200 bucks towards... There you go. Next week, if we can, I'm going to be like, sorry, spent on PC. <laughs> I went to the CPU. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's coming up uh, like, um, what's the big one? Cyberpunk's coming up very soon. So you want to kind of get your stuff dialed in and get that PC going. And I mean, I totally play Watch Dogs in the meantime. It sure. sounds like Watch Dogs, again, if, I mean, I may wait on the reviews, but like. I think it'd be safe to do that. If it's a good chunk of what they've promised, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, so I was watching RTX comparison uh, earlier today too, but they're showing off a lot of footage. Uh, this game's going out very soon. It's I don't know I wouldn't say it's on my radar, but I'm inter- interested to see what people think of it. Is actually do they push the envelope with what they're promising with the NPCs and uh, otherwise it seems like similar gameplay from the last one, but 
I think that NPC kind of uh, thing is a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm interested to see what people think about it. I don't know if I'll begin this day one. I think if I had to choose, I would, I would, I'm going to go with Valhalla if I'm going to get any kind of like open world game yeah. in the next couple months here. I mean, it's really too bad they kind of pit two of their major... Yeah, you can kind of stagger them a little bit. Especially with Cyberpunk coming in there. Like, yeah, and it's going to eat everybody's lunch. And if, But if by some crazy happenstance it doesn't eat anyone's lunch... Then Ubisoft just comes here and cleans yeah, up. I don't need that negativity in my house, man. I, I ain't hoping. need that negativity in my house either, right? <laughs> Whoa, did delivers. they just change heads? Is that what just happened? I don't know. Or hair? Scrub back. What, what the fuck yeah, happened? See. They took off their mask, maybe? Maybe. Whoa, so we got... reflection. That was neat. Right? Okay, so they did yeah. have a mask on. Okay. They still got, you can see, I want to say a little bit of the hair. Yeah, they might be no, using the text stuff. Thing. Like a tag. Yeah, like a ponytail or a tag or something. It's almost like, like a gimp gonna, mask or something. Yeah, I like that you're in a gunfight over here and then you're just going to walk back on the street. And <laughs> yeah. notice. Your gun just disappears. And it's it's just perfectly acceptable. <laughs> did she take off the vest too or did I? I think it was just the, the mask. Yeah, the luchador mask or whatever. The luchador mask. <laughs> All righty, Gavin. Yeah, we'll end it there for the week. Where can they find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Drunk Devs. Awesome. You can keep up with the show as well on Twitter at Plastic Card Pod. That's it for us this week. We'll see you guys next week. Bye bye.